Oh wow, you're gonna get a lot of goodies today. Goodies from the top 21 podcasts of 2021. I didn't choose these myself. These are the most listened to episodes from you, the listeners, and from the community of the incredible founders, innovators, and trailblazers that sat in the hot seat this year, 2021, as I interviewed, dissected, learned, gleaned, and just explored incredible conversations that moved the needle in the heads and the hearts and the homes of so many around the globe. You guys, I am so grateful that we hit the top 0.3%. We're the top 1% of the 1% worldwide in podcasts. We have over 200 episodes. I've never missed a week since 2019, and I don't intend to stop now. So get ready. Subscribe now for season four that's coming out in T-minus four days. And if you're tuning into this in 2022, do the same. Subscribe. I actually will also be featuring my incredible community in reviews. So if you leave a review, I would be honored. And so will your voice be aired on the Fit and Faith podcast to the world as you share what are your biggest takeaways? What did you learn? What did you glean from these conversations? I am forever grateful and indebted to each and every one of you who show up week by week on the multiple podcasts that drop per week. So I shouldn't say week by week. It's really day by day. You guys have been there since day one, and it's just incredible to see what has happened just in 2021 with this podcast. I'll actually be going around the country speaking about podcasting. And if you didn't know, when we launched our media company earlier this year, we also launched the podcasting side. So if you have a podcast, if you have a desire to have a podcast, not only do we have dedicated VIP workshops, do we have our Amplify Your Voice podcasting e-course, we also have an entire team that can do all the hard, not so fun part of podcasting and yet the necessary part of podcasting to syndicate it to all of the platforms, to edit it, to put the fun music to it like this has right now, and to truly get it out there. We know how to do it. It's obviously worked for us over the past three years, and we want you to have that same opportunity to tell your story, to illuminate the mission that's been inside of you by sharing your message, because your message doesn't just matter for you. It matters to move others. And as a purpose activator, as a business and brand developer, that is what I show up for every single day is to activate purpose here on earth as it is in heaven. You guys, 2021 was epic. You're going to love the compilation of these incredible superhumans that came and sat in the hot seat. And I hope you learn something new or it refreshes your memory to go back to the podcast in entirety and listen to the entire show because these people have so much to give so much wisdom, so much joy, and every other fruit of the spirit that you could possibly imagine. So take this one for the long road and tune in to every single episode thereafter of the pieces and the people that spoke to you during this 2021 compilation. And remember, season four, coming at you. Welcome to the Fit and Faith podcast. Fit is an acronym representing founders, innovators, and trailblazers who are looking to live a life wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. A space for us to connect on the raw, real stories of mind, body, and soul alignment of entrepreneurs and kingdom leaders. I'm your host, Tamara Andress, and this podcast isn't like the cookie-cutter interview experience. I've been coined the entrepreneurial rabbi, and so we do go there, unscripted. No matter how far, wide, deep, or high the there is, 
My desire is to see people rise from the inside out into their greatest calling by sharing their truest stories, talents, and tips. As a purpose activator and brand builder, I believe our successes and failures are derived from who and whose we are, not what we do. But strategy and vision are equally as important to the mission. So let's cut to the chase together and get fit in faith. dig myself out of that hole by working those three jobs and even after I started the business it took me three more years to finally dig completely out of that hole just to get back to zero and I think that most people are not willing to start because they realize that there's a lot of there's a lot of work to get to zero if zero is average is the way I think about it think about your fitness journey you're starting your business or your debt that you're trying to take care of you got to put in a lot of work just to get to zero, and that doesn't sound exciting you at all. You think that you're in a bad situation. You think that's something uh, that you can't handle. But God said, no, all things work together for my good. I'm going to make it work for your good, sis. So it's all right. Just relax. That's so good. That's so good. We're doing so many things and serving so many roles at the same time that oftentimes we can get out of whack. And so I think it's really important for us to continually, I think the new year is all, honestly a good time to do that, is to reevaluate where you are. Does your goal list exclude your family and personal life? Because I think looking at your goal list, if you've made one for the new year, is really telling. I've sat in mediocrity, but I've also had those times where it's like you can't sit here long because you're not serving yourself and you're not serving others because if they see you, because people have seen the greatness within you, you have to actually step up and actually give that greatness out to the world. What did God say? God loves my children more than me. And so this is really free to us up to make like decisions that might seem like, okay, nomadic, we're kind of like traveling a little bit, is that really the best for our kids? And I'm like, okay, well, you know, we're following God, we're being obedient, and He loves our children more than us. So, you know, just like you were saying, like, is it right? Is it wrong? Well, your God loves your children more than you do, and He has the best, like, He has great plans for them. It's, it's, it's relational, too, because, you know, in a simplistic way, we worship God. King Jesus, and then we let the Holy Spirit fill us full of His wisdom, and we rely on His Word to make sure. Because I do tell people, like, oh, I've had the devil whisper in my ear many times, thinking it's the Holy Spirit, and then I can't back it up with Scripture. Guess what? It wasn't God talking. You got back with Scripture. Beyond honored to do what I do, and uh, I often say He should not have picked me. And I say that because I want women to know that no matter what your past is, when he calls, he qualifies. Every person, every person that I had, you know, a relationship with my secretary to my stylist was talking about this this Jesus. But what I like to say is you have to speak louder than the voices in your head. Because, and that's why I love going back to the word, because the word is full of positive affirmations that show us who we are and who whose we are and who we are. So when we start to believe who we really are, then we can speak louder than those little voices that are trying to stop us. Because the voices are always going to be there. Nothing can compare. Nothing on this earth can compare to what God has in store for you. Not even your own ideas and imaginations, your dreams. You know, God has the best of the best. And this is something that I've actually realized that I need to really realize. Because I understand that for myself, right? And I believe that wholeheartedly for everybody else, right? But in my heart, sometimes I'm like, what if I don't want that? Spoiler alert! You see my face and I didn't die! 
But that was the wake up call. That was the moment God was like, all right, you're trying to do this your way. I keep trying to get your attention, but you're not listening to me. So I got to be a little bit more forceful. Maybe this time you'll listen. And I did. That hit my heart because I walked out of that. And everybody who saw the wreckage was like, how does a human not only survive this, walk away from it? Four humans walked away from it. All of which are in ministry now, by the way. And not been to therapy. I probably would be ashamed to go to a therapist because in my head, you right when we understand this now, even though it's a lot more destigmatized, but the stigma was that there's something wrong with you, or for me, you're not Christian enough. You know, whatever the the messaging was at that time. I'm really committed to the process. I know it sounds Christianese, but I think we have to learn to be committed to the process and to fall in love with the process. So whenever. the promise does come that we're able to sustain it and we're able to do it well to do it with excellence because we took the process seriously and we didn't despise the process oh that's so good some of the best revelations i've ever had have been in those quiet spaces those quiet times where you're just asking the right questions um I, i told you about the prayer journal um and I need to get back to that. That's something that uh, I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's something that I do need to get back to. The Bible clearly teaches that the reason God put wealth on the earth is for his people. I can show anybody that in Scripture without taking anything out of context. Because a, 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 a text without a context is a pretext, and now you're making a doctrine, right? So I can show people like so many ways, from so many different directions, the purpose of wealth being on this earth is for God's people. If, which he is, but let's just say if God is perfect and created a perfect plan, then that means he also perfectly accounted for our weakness, which is why he provided a savior who came to atone for not just our sins, for our inadequacies, our feelings of unworthiness, doubt, I think confidence is just something that you always have to embrace, but I think the stronger my faith became, the more confident I became, because you know there's something freeing in letting go of the fact that you have to be responsible for all of that. And so if I'm getting my confidence through him, then I don't really have to ever worry about, you know, feeling good enough to do this or brave enough to do that. The thing is I've been on this healing journey and as I've been on this journey of things happening that I had no idea would ever happen to me, opportunities I had never imagined for myself, the biggest work we can do and I think the biggest thing that God calls us to do is to keep showing up. Yeah, Yeah, that combination. See, there's a paradox, but how can you be humble and confident? How can you be humble and bold? It all goes back to Jesus. You know, sometimes with speaking for me, it was something I hated until actually I started to follow Jesus. And then all of a sudden there was this ability or desire. But I've been doing it for a long time. And people sometimes come up and say, oh, well, you probably never get nervous. And I'm thinking, no, I feel nerves every single time. So as I kind of came into this, it was really hard for me because with sexuality as a whole, I felt that that was what validated our relationship. That was what told me um, you're wanted, you're seen, you're loved. And so when that was not a part of our engagement and dating, I felt unseen and unloved. And I fought it. Like, I would literally pounce on him sometimes and just be like, I need you to validate me. And he was just like, I am. I am honoring you. You just yeah. don't understand that I'm honoring you. Under-promising is very hard. 
because we naturally want to make everybody like us and oh we're good enough we can do this so look but then when we can't perform we can't follow through so as a mom too when we're telling our kids oh yeah we'll do that you know just to pacify them now yeah i'll take you here yeah i'll buy you this yeah i'll do that and then you can't follow through that's not good for anybody and that's really what matters the most Hey y'all, it's me again. I hope in today's episode you sense and ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at fitandfaith underscore podcast or me personally at tamra.andress on Insta. I hope that I can keep you accountable and also share you with the greater community of the Fit and Faith podcast listeners. We're totally in this together. Community over competition is the motto, right? I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. I'd love to feature your thought in the next episode and give you and your passion project a big shout out. You know I'm a writer, so I love words and I can't wait to read what you have to say. I'm ready to fuel the flame with you together. And until next time, blessings over your joy, health, wealth, and wholeness. Tune in next time. This, this is my skyship dreamer. My cargo is stories. And our destination, dreams. With Abide Sleep Stories for Kids, you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about God. To find these kids' bedtime stories, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Stories for Kids. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.